Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Today is Thursday, March 24th. It is a tumultuous march that we're having when you look at the global economy and how it is impacting the local economy, especially if you want to be a homeowner or you're looking to refinance, you're looking to do something in the world of real estate, keep your eye on the international news. We're going to talk a little bit about that and more after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Like the tides of the ocean, real estate never changes. Things go up, things go down, prices up, prices down, interest rates all over the place. The news this year and this week is that suddenly home sales are declining for a good reason. The supply is declining. There's less homes available for sales than people that actually want to buy homes. So what's the reason? Well, we're going to talk about that today because rising mortgage interest rates are contributing to this big drop for previously owned homes. Not long ago, one of the major national publications did a story about the decline of home sales due to tight supply, and they found that previously owned homes declined this past February just as mortgage interest rates are going up along with the shortage of homes for buyers. It's making it really tough to compete to become a homeowner. Existing home sales fell 7.2% in February from the prior month to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.02 million homes. And the National Association of Realtors announced this just this past week. Technically and essentially, February home sales fell 2.4% from the year prior. Now, high high buying demand far exceeds the number of residences available to buy. And the buyers, they're eager to purchase homes just in case, and as we can see is actually happening, mortgage rates are rising. 
and they're probably going to continue to rise further when you hear what the Federal Reserve is talking about raising interest rates as we move through 2022 to combat the very inflation that they started by printing so much money, making it so easy to get into loans, mortgages too, at such low interest rates. That is one of the big reasons that inflation is now at a record high, over 7.9% by my last estimation. Some home buyers are just getting out of the market. They're deciding to continue to rent, continue to live with friends, moving with mom and dad, anything. But buying a home in today's market is starting to sound like a worse idea day by day because you're getting so little for so much money. Now, discouraged buyers, they're there because of the bidding wars, the rising home prices, interest rates. But still, across the country and here in northern Nevada, too, when home goes up for sale, multiple offers, quick sales, it all happens. The median existing home price has risen 15% nationally from a year ago. $357,300 is the national median home price in the country. When you look all across 50 states, $357,300. That, my friends, is a long way from northern Nevada's median home price. It's $200,000 more to live in northern Nevada than it is to an average place across the country. So if you're struggling to buy a home in Reno, Nevada, Carson City, Sparks, anywhere around our area, there's a good reason for it. High demand. It's one of the top priced markets in the country. And you know, at some point, we have to accept that. We have to understand that if you want to live here, it's going to cost you more than if you live there. How much more? About $200,000 more in the average cases. You can actually move to other parts of the country and pay more. Heck, even in this state alone, if you move from Reno to Incline Village, you're not talking about half a million. You're talking about millions of dollars or more. So you see, you have to decide not only where you want to live, but where you can afford to live. A lot of folks have challenges separating the actual realities of what you want and what you can afford. In, in every case, in my case for sure, it's different. I want the Taj Mahal. But I cannot afford to live at the Taj Mahal. I want to buy a lot of property in Hawaii. But I cannot afford to buy a lot of property in Hawaii. So I have two choices. Suffer and be in despair. Complain to others. Or I can just make a decision that I'm going to live where I can afford to live. And I'm going to live within my means. It's a good philosophy. Some home buyers are stepping totally out of the market. They've had it. You look at the combination of fast rising home prices, higher interest rates, it's really making it not only less affordable, but it's less appealing. And do you really want to go into a big hassle in order to get yourself into big debt, in order for you to struggle to make payments, in order for you to be house rich and refrigerator food poor? The average rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage was recently as high as 4.16%. And that's up from just over 3% a year earlier. 3%, 4%, hey, they both sound pretty low, right? But we talk about sometimes something called the delta. And delta 
means how much did something change from the new number as compared to the previous number. So in this case, you're looking at a change of four point six percent up from three point oh nine percent that sounds like it's just more than one percent right so that's the way you can say it was a, yeah, interest rates went up by one percent today but the reality is interest rates having been at three point oh nine now they're at four point oh six the interest rate has actually gone up by more than thirty three percent more than thirty three percent now that number that will get your attention a 1% increase doesn't sound like much, but a 33% increase in the interest rate from last month versus this month, that's huge. Could you imagine if it changes again with the same delta? If it goes up from 4%, another 33%, that's going to be more than 5%, and it's going to keep getting bigger. 33% moves are huge moves. So it's real surprising that they are moving this fast, but because of the effort to combat what we are all battling, which is inflation, the Fed says this has to be. Buyers are fighting that when they have to compete in bidding wars, other buyers are offering more to purchase the homes without any repairs or to pay above the value of the home without an inspection. All of that because they need to buy a home urgently and those people that have the capacity and that are willing to take additional risk by offering more than the home is even worth just to get a chance to get into the home, they have the advantage. If you cannot do that, you might want to consider talking to a real estate professional to make sure this might not be a good time to sit on the sidelines for just a little bit and see what's happening. We look at an example from a, an individual that we're looking to buy down in Las Vegas. We'll call her Elva. And Elva is looking to buy a house. She, be, she moved to Las Vegas, started in another state, started in Idaho, uh, where she had family, didn't find anything under 400. So she decided she moved to Las Vegas. When she got there, she couldn't believe it. Tons and tons of homes for sale, but the prices were unbelievable to her. She is struggling in Las Vegas to find a home, just like she was struggling to find a home in Idaho and like others struggle to find a home in Utah in Colorado I was re there recently and they're having much the same challenges and issues in the suburbs of Denver that we're having here in northern Nevada not enough homes too many people to buy homes suddenly things have changed so dramatically there are bidding wars in Colorado and the same things are happening there thank goodness we don't have the population numbers to deal with there but still our populations are growing tremendously because northern Nevada has been discovered. Once an area has been discovered, it's going to take a major situation for it to be undiscovered. Back in 2012, when the real estate market died and really was struggling in northern Nevada, people weren't even talking about Reno. They were just hoping something would happen good in any part of the country. Well, now... Reno's on the spotlight again because it is a great destination. It is a great place to live. But it's tough to buy a home here now. My recommendation, call your top, top choice of a real estate professional and top, top choice of a mortgage lender. And if they're honest with you, they'll tell you, is this the right time or is this not the right time to purchase a home? 
Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. Natakwa, Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News, pick up your copy today. Natakwa. I'm talking with a lot of young people, too, helping them get started in purchasing their first home. I find that sometimes young people want to purchase a home because... It's the trendy thing to do. Your friends are doing it. Your family's asking you about it. And, you know, maybe you're not happy with your rental situation. It sounds real familiar to me. I've been there. Sometimes uh, it seems like it was just yesterday. But it does happen. And so I want to offer some guidance to the young people that are looking to buy a home but can't pull the trigger right now. Today is a good chance that you will improve your lifestyle just by looking at how you live. You may not be able to buy a home right now, but you may be able to start to accelerate the savings that you need for a down payment on a home. You may be able to accelerate your efforts to improve your credit score and your credit history so that you can not only have more money, but have the opportunity to get lower interest rates and more value for your mortgage package because you have a great credit score. I'm talking about reducing your debt. This is a great time to start paying things off that you can pay off, to start saving money instead of paying interest rates, interest credit cards, interest on loans. Instead of that extra money you're paying to those lenders, that extra money could be going into your own personal savings account, retirement account, 
wherever you have your investments. At the very least, you will live better. Because isn't really that the objective? When you buy a home, you are going to live better. You're going to enjoy living better. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be a happier person. You're going to be able to help other people more because you have taken care of yourself first, which is what we all have been trained to do. You go on an airplane, you're going to fly someplace, they talk to you about the oxygen masks. What do they tell you? Put your mask on first and then assist your child or other people that need help. And you know the reason for that? If you don't have your mask on first, you'll lose coherence. You won't be able to help other people. They're saying the same thing in the airline industry that I'm saying to you today. Take care of yourself first so that you can help other people next. I'm talking about your credit score. I'm talking about your finances. I'm talking about your ability to purchase a home. Sometimes we have doubts about our abilities to do things, including purchasing a home. I would bet there's some people that are looking to purchase a home, can't pull the trigger. They think it's because they can't find the house. They think it's because the price is too high. They think it's from the interest rates. But the reality is it might be they may not have the confidence to pull the trigger because they know once they buy a house, they are responsible for the yard maintenance, the lawn maintenance, the roof maintenance, the insurance, the upkeep, the snow removal, the inspections, the repairs. You're responsible for everything in one way, shape, or form when you buy real estate. When you're a renter, all you have to do is call your landlord issue your complaint, and it's up to them to fix it. They have to fix it. You have a contract. You have a lease. So if you're not sure that you're ready to buy a home, you may be holding yourself back in that final purchase by just not conditioning yourself to be a homeowner. What's the best way to do that? Have a great rental situation. Ask yourself, am I managing this rental property properly? Am I in charge of the rent? Am I paying the rent on time? Am I doing everything I can to keep this property well-maintained to my abilities and to my responsibility? Do I have a clean house? Is my closet organized? Is my cupboard space clean? Is my house clean? Have I taken it, taken care of it like it's my own? If you're confident that you're taking care of your rental home just like it's your own, there's a pretty good chance you can make it as a homeowner. Once you buy the home, because the challenge after you buy the home is not pre-approval. It's not improving your credit. It's running your household. Ask yourself if you're a first-time home buyer or want to become a first-time home buyer. Can you and do you manage your own home, your own business? I call it the business of Peter Padilla when I think about my world. Think about yours. Are you handling the business of John Doe very well? How about the business of Jane Doe? Have you got all your bills paid on time? Are you current on your uh, repairs and maintenance of your rental home? Have you got everything in order? Could you walk into becoming a homeowner without having to learn too many new things about how to take care of your personal business? If the answer is no, then maybe you need to work on your rental situation. Make sure you are living an independent lifestyle wherever you live as a renter. And have the ability, the knowledge, and the experience to become a homeowner. One of the things I learned in the mortgage world when you're looking to become a homeowner for the first time is to compare your payment that you've been making up to this point for rent to your proposed payment for 
your house payment when you get a mortgage. A lot of people look at those two payments and they say, well, let's see, I'm paying 1200 a month now. I'm going to need to pay uh, 1320 on my mortgage payment. That's another 10% increase. So the question is, can you handle a 10% increase in your monthly expenses? Chances are you can. But if your rent is $1,800 a month now and you're looking to purchase a home that has all the payments on the mortgage, insurance, taxes, etc. at $2,700. Guess what? That's a 50% increase in what you're paying now. You look at your paperwork, you look at your debt to income ratio, you look at it all and you say, yeah, I can handle, I can handle $2,700 a month. Even though I'm only paying $1,800 a month now, I have the income, it's all there. Well, when you get your loan application processed and the underwriter looks at this and she'll see or he'll see that you have current payment of rent, $1,800, proposed payment of mortgage, $2,700. Can they afford it? Well, they have a job here. They have this income here. They have this. So, yeah, on the, on the paper side, as far as the income versus debts, yeah, they can manage it. But do you know that that underwriter is still going to have some concerns? Because even though you show that you can do it on paper, when we look at something called payment shock, that's another question. You see, payment shock is how much of a difference your rent payment is compared to your new proposed payment as a mortgage. When they see a payment shock of 50% increase, red flag, red flag. I'm not saying they're going to deny your mortgage. I'm just going to say, to say that's a red flag because it's a typical red flag for anybody, whether you're in a mortgage situation or not. If suddenly your housing expenses are going up by 50% for whatever reason, can you handle it? Are you going to be able to do it? It's big. It's a concern. You best have all your other ducks in a row because if your underwriter says she's concerned about your payment shock and you can say, yes, ma'am, but I have been saving to purchase a home for the last five years faithfully and now I have the down payment. Yes, I see your concern, ma'am, but although you're concerned about my ability to pay this increased payment, I have been planning for it. In fact, while I've been paying my $1,800 a month on my rent, I can demonstrate that I show a $900 per month deposit into my savings account. You see, I was wanting to get used to the new payment, so I made a payment of total $2,700, $1,800 for my rent, put another $900 in savings every month to verify so I could be comfortable knowing that. Underwriter's going to look at your bank statements and she's going to see those deposits of $900 a month for the last couple of months. And so when this is explained, there's a good chance that you can get through this scenario because you have all of your ducks in an order. You've even addressed payment shock. The truth is, though, most people would not be able to address payment shock. The reason is most people would not have been given heads up that you need to deal and be able ready to explain the payment shock situation in your individual mortgage. We want everybody to know that you can manage this payment. So think about that yourself. You don't need to have a mortgage lender tell you this. I'm telling you right now. Analyze your payment shock when you're making a move from one place to another. Heck, I don't care if you're going from one rental to another or one rental to a purchase. You have to see how you're going to live in the future, and you have to be prepared to manage it. You see, it's all about succeeding with your ultimate goal, becoming a home ownership. And 
becoming a homeowner. And when you become a homeowner, when you want to become a homeowner, the typical advisor is going to tell you you need to make sure your down payment is ready and you need to make sure that your employment is ready and you need to make sure that you have the deposit ready and all of that is true. But what most lenders, most realtors don't tell their clients is this. You have to be mentally ready to live with this property. You have to be mentally ready to meet the obligations required to own this property. And you have to be mentally ready for the long haul. There's a reason why most mortgages are for 30 years. Good reason. It usually takes that long to pay it off without too much pain in your life. Heck, if you could only get a 12-month mortgage on a on a purchase of a residence, there'd be very few sales. And probably the prices would be different and the interest rates would be different. But get this, if you only had 12 months to pay on the purchase of a home, you, most people could never make it. Most people could not do it. So it's been spread out so that it's manageable, more comfortable. Heck, I even know some people, they were able to get 40-year loans. That means their payments per month are less. And so they can buy more home because the financing terms allow them to do that with a longer period to pay the money back. Still, we're talking long haul. So when you're moving into a home, you don't want to have to go through that whole process again. Yeah, you heard about it. People are living in their homes longer than they used to. It used to be three to five years. Now it's more like five to seven, even eight years. is pretty common across the country that people stay in their homes. A lot of people say, well, it's just a trending times. It's just changing times. Part of that is true, I believe, yes. But I think most people don't move anymore and don't buy a home as often as they used to. Because, let's face it, it's a hassle. It's tough. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of brain power, a lot of hours, a lot of time on the street, a lot of phone calls, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of viewing, a lot of showing. It's a hassle. So people just don't want to do hassle work anymore as often as they've done it in the past. You save yourself a lot of time and grief if you only buy your home and sell homes once every five to seven as opposed to two to three. It's not the cool, calm, pleasurable, let's say, experience that maybe it used to be. It's work. It's real work if you want to buy a home, and I don't care what your team looks like, how many realtors you have, how many lenders you have. It's work because you have to make the right decision. Make the wrong decision, and your entire life could change, and it could change for the worst. It's amazing what one bad million-dollar decision can do to a life. I don't want anybody to have those problems. That's why I'm urging you to take your time and really analyze the real estate market and your own head for what is right for you. What is the right time for you? What do I need to do? So many things to ask, and it's always different for different people, different times, different situations. Here's my suggestion. Give us a call anytime after this radio show, 775 223 3428. Our team of experts can help you determine if now is the right time to purchase a home or sell a home, refinance a home, or maybe just sit on the sidelines and wait for that right timing market. It's different for everybody. Sometimes you just need a little advice, a little guidance, maybe somebody just to talk to. We are here for you at Sage International. 
Today, we have more great things to talk about on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and we welcome your calls and suggestions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. Hi, everybody. Peter Padilla here with you today on our radio show, and I'm glad to be here today so I can share some of my guidance and advice that I'm getting from some of the experts that I talk to, listen to, communicate with all across the country. And now I'm listening more and more to advisors that are talking about situations around the world. And the reason is very simple. If you're looking to expand your world in in real estate, whether as a buyer or seller, investment property, primary residence, whatever the case might be, you really need to keep up with what's happening with the financial markets around the world. Everybody knows what's happening in Ukraine and in Russia, and it's putting a heavy amount of pressure on the U.S. economy. We have inflation up higher than it's been in close to 40 years. It's running close to 7% as of today. And we have home prices, prices going up dramatically. And the cost of everything is going up because all you have to do is impact one cost, that being the cost for fuel, gas, oil, natural gas, which is all going up dramatically now. And that has an impact across the board on every part of our lives because everything almost needs transportation to get to you. It doesn't matter whether you're sitting at home ordering your goods and services online you're having them delivered, shipped. It's going to take gasoline, diesel, some kind of fuel to power the delivery system to get those products to you and to your home. And Americans don't really want to give up one of our favorite pastimes, driving automobiles. When I was a kid, that was one of the biggest attainments that you could make is getting your own automobile so that you can have the freedom to go where you want to, when you want to, and enjoy life so much better. Well, those things have changed pretty dramatically for us and for the new generation that has followed because there is so much discussion now on fossil fuels and battery-powered vehicles and global warming and the quality of our air, water, food, so many things that are in our minds, and at the same time, we want to move forward with our lives. So I was recently reading that interest rates, as of today anyway, for primary residences, for purchases, refinances, actually took a dip down because of what's happening in the global market. As international investors are sensing the troubles in the world and the likelihood that the traditional stock markets and investments and companies – across the country and around the world are going to suffer because of all the challenges that are taking place because of the global action in Russia, Ukraine, and beyond. It's impacting the whole world. 
So as interest rates go down a little bit, some people are suggesting, I heard this on another program not long ago, some people are suggesting that because interest rates have backed off a little bit, we can certainly look at the global tumultuousness that's happening as maybe a little helping hand now that interest rates are coming down. One of the um, announcers that I was listening to was saying, if you haven't been able to qualify at a mortgage for a mortgage because the interest rates were just above where you need them to be to qualify for the mortgage you want, maybe now today is a good idea because interest rates backed off just a little bit because of the crisis going on in Russia and Ukraine. Well, what the announcer did not mention is that although interest rates maybe have gone down a fraction of a point because of the problems around the world, what hasn't changed is that inflation is dramatically higher than it was the last time rates were this low. Inflation is up at about 7% per year right now, and in all likelihood, it's going to continue and maybe even get worse. Higher inflation means less buying power for every dollar that you earn. It's like getting a cut in pay of 7% when inflation is that high, because suddenly you go to the gas pump and you're paying much more than you were previously. You go to the grocery store, you can't buy the amount of food for the same dollar that you could buy just a month ago or two months ago. You can't buy practically anything for the same amount that you bought previously, even though we all might have gotten a little raise, even though the media is telling us that interest rates are coming down and maybe now's the time to pull the trigger on a mortgage. You know, the fact is, it's probably not a good time because although the interest rate has come down to a level that you thought was great a month ago, two months ago, three months ago. The difference is that you're paying a lot more for everything else. And if you're paying a lot more for everything else, it's just that much less money you have available to pay for your mortgage, to pay for your taxes, your insurance, your homeowners association, all of the things associated with purchasing a new home. My name is Peter Padilla. I'm your host on today's radio program. My background is in marketing, communications, and the mortgage world. I was a mortgage lender for over 10 years, interacted with many, many real estate buyers, sellers, investors, banks, title, escrow companies, appraisals, inspectors. I mean, the whole gamut. When you're in the mortgage world, you have to be up to speed on all of them. Having done that for so long and continuing to talk with many people in the business and many people that are interested in buying or selling real estate, it's an important part of my life. I know more and more that the things that happen around the world have a huge impact on your ability to purchase a home. Interest rates go up and down, but if inflation goes up, 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 uh, you're going to need a big break in interest rates and maybe more than that in order to be able to buy the same home that you could just 12 months ago for the same price. The key is that people buy homes when they need to buy homes. Many people have been conditioned to think that they should be buying homes when they want to buy homes. See the difference there? Want versus need. I mean, look, congratulations. If you're buying a home today, you're buying at the top of the market. Way to go. If that's really what you are intending to do is look at any kind of a, an investment vehicle 
like in this case it's real estate, and you want to buy at the absolute highest point, pay the most for the same thing that everybody else has purchased previously, if you want to pay the highest amount ever, today is the day to sign the loan documents. Today is the day to sign the purchase agreement. Today, take action, and congratulations, you're buying at the top of the market. Now, any good investor knows that the key to successful investing is to buy low. Whatever you buy, buy it whenever the price is the lowest. And when you sell it, whenever the price to sell is the highest. That way you, as the investor of whatever it is we're talking about buying and selling, will attain the maximum benefit of your time, effort, energy, and money to get into that investment. The problem with investment vehicles, especially with real estate, especially with new investors, new homeowners, is that there's a lot of emotional attachment to the purchase of this investment. I have heard people say that they're buying real estate because they're being pressured by a family member, or they want to keep up with the Joneses next door, or their friends down the street, or your friends in another city. It doesn't matter. If you're buying real estate to impress somebody else, you're probably making a mistake. If you're buying real estate because you need the real estate, you have a growing family, you're running out of room, your situation at work has changed, your living environment has changed, you need a different element in your world, and that is the place you live or the real estate you own, then of course it makes sense to buy today. Otherwise, I'm suggesting you take a look at history. Go back to the 1980s, early 80s, like maybe 1980, 81, 82, 83. Check out what happened in that window of time, and you'll be amazed that there are so many similarities to what's happening today in 2022. The early 80s were times of political strife, international turmoil, rising interest rates on all purchases. Inflation was taken off. Well, no one had seen inflation like that before. And gas shortages and gas prices were astronomical by comparison of what they were just in the late 70s. History does repeat itself, ladies and gentlemen. And as I've gotten older in the world and more mature in life, I've really made a, a big effort to study history so that I can improve my own personal future. And if I can do that, I know that I can improve the future of my family, my loved ones, my friends, my connections, everybody that I interact with, as long as I take the right actions today based on what's happening in the world. Sometimes the best action is no action, but even that is a choice. It was only a few years ago Things seem to be rocking in the world. Things seem to be good in America. Things always change. Nothing stays the same forever, and they're changing now, and maybe they're not looking so good, but I guarantee you this. In the not-too-distant future, we're going to be talking about how things have improved dramatically. How will they improve? Well, I have some ideas. I have some hopes, some desires, some wishes, but the reality is it's all going to happen with or without me and with or without you. So just know this, better times are coming. 
I heard a financial investor of many years of experience say to me recently, if you think that the world is about to end and you're making your decisions based on that, the chances are pretty good that the world is not going to end. People have thought about this for eons, for generations, that maybe things are so bad that the world is going to end, and they make decisions like that. But think about this. As far as we know, in our lifetimes, the world has not ended. So make decisions that are smart, not intelligent, not from just education, but are smart because you have intelligence, education, great consultation, and wisdom on your side. There's no rush. You are not pressured to make any decisions. I suggest you wait 24 hours and then think about that decision. You might see that based on things that have happened around the world, maybe a little different decision is in order. We'll be right back. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Even the elite, even the super rich, they're selling their homes all across the country because they know it's the top of the market. And people are emotionally wanting to buy homes. It doesn't matter if they are looking for down payment assistance because they can't afford the down payment on their own, or if some of the super rich that want to buy homes or sell homes are moving around, they're looking at what's happening in the real estate market, in the financial markets, in America and around the world. A massive granite mansion in Alpine, New Jersey, recently sold for $27.5 million. 
Now, this is more than 10 years after it was first offered for sale for $68 million. 10 years it was on the market for $68 million, and just recently it sells for $27.5 million. Now, this six-acre property on a guard-gated street in northern New Jersey was once part of a roughly 60-acre estate owned by a family of steel magnate, Henry Clay Frick. The seller was Richard Kurtz, a former a founder of Camson Corporation, a New Jersey company that owns and manages apartments across the New- Northwest. And Mr. Kurtz declined to identify the buyer. However, he tells us that he bought the estate for $58 million in 2006 and subsequently divided into smaller parcels. He said his then-wife kept a six-acre parcel uh, for herself and him, and they built a roughly 30,000-square-foot mansion with a 65-foot saltwater pool, tennis court, and indoor basketball court. At the home, uh, which was nearing completion, uh, they said they realized it was really way too big for their needs. (laughs) Isn't that funny? They buy a home. They start making it bigger. They're putting tons of money into it. And then just before it's finished, they say, wow, this home is too big. What are we going to do with it? How are we going to, I mean, we'll hardly even see any part of it because it's so big. So they listed it for the $68 million 10 years ago. And obviously it was way too much money. It created a lot of hype, he said. It created a lot of talk, a lot of chatter amongst the neighbors. But the reality, it just didn't move. Now, this this owner of this home, Mr. Kurtz, he has an, he had another home in Alpine. He spent most of his time there or in his other home in Palm Beach, Florida. And back in 2013, he decided he'd drop the home just a little bit more, see if he could get it sold for $43 million, uh, maybe $49 million, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, the Wall Street Journal also took a listing under Realtor.com. And just before the pandemic, the home was relisted again because it wasn't moving for $36 million. Now, Mr. Kurtz is 81 years old, and he's nearing the end of his life. He said he considered moving into the mansion again, but ultimately decided not to. It's just so darn big. It was kind of silly to have such a big home when I'm rarely there, he said. And he said he thought the high real estate taxes also deterred the buyers over those years. At one point, he paid $340,000 a year on this home in just taxes in New Jersey. He appealed him successfully later, had it reduced. But even if you're not wealthy, you don't want to overpay your taxes. Mr. Kurt who said it cost roughly $27 million to build a home, acknowledged that he sold it for a small loss because he only got 27.5 in all that time. And it was sold for somewhere in the vicinity of we what he would take to build it again. So in a way, he came out flat, but in the big picture, he lost a lot of money. You know, when you can afford to lose from 68 million down to 27.5 million he lost 40 million dollars in 10 years on that property but for some reason he was compelled to sell that property 
And maybe he was compelled to sell it because he knew that we were at the top of the market. And even though he didn't get top price for what he had listed it for at $68 million 10 years ago, the reality is this is what it's worth now at the top of the market. And when you are 81 years old and you're looking to liquidate your real estate holdings, um, you have to wait through probably a drop in the market before we come back to a new top of the market. And you know the home is only going to sell for what it's going to sell based upon the current environment. And if it sells for 27.5 in this environment, he probably felt like it was a good deal. Again, he's 81 years old. He lost $40 million on the deal, but I don't think he's going to be hurting too much because he's in a financial category that his lifestyle is not going to change before or after he sells this home. If you're looking to sell your home now in northern Nevada and you're looking at a median home price in Reno of approximately $600,000, you're probably thinking about some of the same things that Richard Kurtz went through and is going through after he sold his home in New Jersey. You know it's the top of the market, and if you sell the home, great. Congratulations. I hope you get what you listed it for, maybe even a little bit more. But even if you didn't, always keep in mind that you sold it at the top of the market. The next thing to think about is what you're going to do to live in the new home and where. Because if you're looking to buy a home to replace the home you just sold at the top of the market, you're going to be buying a home at the top of the market. Somebody like Mr. Kurtz here from New Jersey probably is not going to be shopping for a new home after. As I mentioned, he has another couple of small homes in other parts of the country, and he's actually living more in one of his homes in New Jersey and Palm Beach than he lives in the home that he just sold. So he doesn't really have to worry about what he's going to do to buy again at the top of the market. But if you're a younger person, and after you sell your home, you have to move someplace else, knowing what the market is to buy a home is going to influence you on whether you really want to sell your home. More and more people are finding that they should just stay in their home because of the situation, the difficulty of buying homes, selling homes, all the demand. So building contractors are busy, sprucing up rooms, making upgrades, maybe adding an extension or adding a room so you've got more space for your family. Some families are combining their lifestyles. Two small families moving into one large home. Relatives, family members, it's easy. And it's kind of an old-fashioned way of living too. As the 10th of 11 children, I remember what it was like to live with a dozen people in one house. A small house, no less. But it worked. Because when you're a family, or when you live like a family, you can make adjustments. You can make special arrangements. You know, you can accommodate the people that you love, the people that you care about. And many times when you do that, you're going to find that you're helping yourself out, accommodating yourself Two, we all want to lower our living expenses, but we want to continue to grow and prosper. The focus of today is to buy and sell real estate when it's right for you, not when it's the top of the market, not when it's the bottom of the market. 
You have to be aware of those things. But when it's right for you, that is when you pull the trigger. Some people ask me why there are so few homes for sale in northern Nevada. Why there are so few closed deals in northern Nevada. We used to have tons and tons of sales. Lots of business. Lots of building activity. Lots of retail and commercial real estate transactions. And now they're hard to do and they're scarce. And when they come up, a lot of people are jumping on them. I contend that the reason there are so few deals being done, especially in the residential side, is because people love where they live. They don't want to sell their homes. People love northern Nevada. They don't want to leave. People like things the way they are. They don't want to see major changes in their lives. Owning a home gives us all stability. And when we have stability, we are more comfortable. We're not so stressed out. And when we go home, that's what we'd like to do. Rest, relax, no stress, and enjoy living in our great nation. If you have questions about becoming a homeowner, about buying or selling a home, about incorporating your business, your real estate business, now that you are in a real estate investor world, give us a call after the show, 775-786-5515. And we'll be happy to talk with you and give you guidance and advice of other professionals that you may wish to talk to to help get through your next financial and real estate transaction. Tell your friends and family we're on the air again next week, same time, same station, and hopefully we will help them too make a great decision when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I want to talk about choice of business entity and when it makes sense to move from sole proprietor to incorporated business. Tune in to The Sherry Hill Show Mondays at 11.30 a.m. and Sunday at 1 p.m.